All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And just a few quick little announcements. Um, I'm not sure what the announcement was specifically, but if you are watching live on Facebook right now, uh, go ahead and watch. But then <laughs> after we're finished with the live, I'm taking it off and just putting the YouTube uh, link there. But um, I don't know why I'm doing that, but it, you know, somehow it made sense to me. So I was like, okay. So if you are watching live, please, you know, enjoy and then follow us um, on YouTube as well if, you, if you're not, right? So I will share the YouTube link on Facebook as well later and in the group. Um, yeah, I think that was the only major announcement because people may be like, well, there, was a, there was a video here yesterday, it's suddenly gone. Well, yeah, that's why. It's like, I'm only posting it live when I'm doing the live show. Afterwards, I'm just posting the YouTube link, okay? So that's the new change. I don't know. This came to me yesterday, so I was like, all right, we'll go with it. Right, so today, my good friend Matthew John is back with us, and we're so glad that he is back with us, and we're talking about what does the future have in store for the world and for you? And so some of what we're going to talk about today with Matthew is about ascension, and will the ascension be completed successfully or not? What events? might shake the collective in coming decades, how to best navigate the coming years, how technological advancements will change life as we know it, and what life might look like in 10 to 20 years. It'd be interesting to, to know that. And what's in your future and more. And Matthew's going to be doing some live readings today for select viewers to tell them what's in their future and what their soul's purpose is in this life. That's exciting. So um, for those of you who don't know Matthew, he has been on our show many times. We love having him come back. We always learn so much. There's so much wisdom that comes through Matthew. He is an internationally recognized spiritual teacher, a spiritual mentor, intuitive psychic medium, intuitive astrologer, starseed guide, energy healer, medical intuitive, and life coach. Working with angels, archangels, and ascended masters, he is a gifted intuitive wisdom channeler and transmitter of healing frequencies. And so Matthew has been on a 13-year-plus awakening journey. His powerful and effective teachings and healings are a product of many intense awakening experiences, deeply human ordeals, and tens of thousands of hours of study. He receives clear guidance from his guides, which he shares with his followers and clients from around the world. He specializes in helping others to heal their childhood and past life traumas, reading people's life plans from a soul perspective, as well as serving as a mentor for starseeds and those who are looking to accelerate their spiritual development. If you'd like to learn more about Matthew, you can go to our live page, laura.at4/show4/live, so you can read up more about um, Matthew's bio. But we wanna get started because there's always so much to cover and we, we always wanna share and, and make this time really valuable for all of you. So Matthew, welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Yes, thank you for having me back, Alara. I'm very happy to be here. So I'm excited because, you know, <laughs> let's face it, we would all love to know what the future is going to be <laughs> like, right? And especially 10 to 20 years from now, it's like, oh, I wonder what sure. that's going to be like. Because it's changing so fast, right? Everything is, is changing so fast, right? Yeah, you never know, it is. Right? From one day to the next, what's going to happen? It's quite um, amazing, yeah. Just really quickly. So if you do want to ask Matthew a question, you can raise your hand or yeah, raise your hand. That's the best way because you know, Matthew's needs to talk to you, you know, have a conversation. Engagement yeah. is important. Absolutely. So if, you, yeah. so if you'd like to have a reading, we're going to do a few 
uh, we'll try to do as many as we can. We'll see how that goes, right? Yeah, so yeah. Raise, you know, raise your hand. Awesome. And, th and that's only for the people who are here live on the Zoom, okay? So if you're in Facebook land or somewhere else, can't help you. Come and join us. Hop on the Zoom, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Perfect. So let's get started because I know you always have so much to share. Yeah, well, um, we talked about, uh, you know, what life could be like in 10 or 20 years, you mentioned, well, it's amazing how quickly things are changing. I mean, and it really is true. And really, the one, um, the one kind of underlying key that really changes everything, if we think about it is technology, isn't it? Um, you know, 20 years ago, uh, even 15 years ago, you and I and the all the people here in the group and the zoom group and Facebook, would not be able to watch this. I mean, look how much technology has changed our, you know, little niche new age community, right? Uh, back when you and I started getting into the awakening and you, you know, even much longer ago than myself, it was through books, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, many of us um, that did kind of start out through books had the mystical experiences of like going to bookstores and kind of um, having books fall off the shelf. Uh, that certainly happened to me several times uh, or having books uh, recommended by friends, by people you come across. And that was how we started to get our, our information, our channeled information, our understanding of the idea of ascension. But look at us now where our, you know, our little new age community now pretty much everything is done online, which is a wonderful thing, because it really is very much in line with the age of Aquarius. One of the traits of the sign of Aquarius in astrology is technology, is the internet. The internet itself is an Aquarian um, creation, because it's something, anything that ties large groups of people together, ties communities together, ties an entire planet together as the internet does would fall under the realm of Aquarius and as a planet we have moved I do believe we have already moved from the planetary age of Pisces into the planetary age of Aquarius there's some argument as to exactly when or even if that has occurred yet some astronomers and astrologers would argue that it hasn't actually occurred yet that it's something that will occur in the 2030s but uh, I've always kind of use December 21st, 2012 as a marker for that transition. Some people use December 21st, 2020. Regardless, it's important to take a step back. You know, one of the questions that I promised to address today is, will the ascension take place successfully or not? And I, I love just trying to be a grounding force to the community a little bit and reminding us to take a step back and realize that the age of Aquarius as a planetary age is 2,156 years long. That is a planetary um, age, the length of a planetary age. So if it started in 2012, we're 10 years in. If it started in 2020, we're uh, two years in. If it doesn't start until the 2030s, we're not even there yet. So when people, um, a lot of times in, in new age circles, people tend to jump the gun on things and expect to see changes in the outside world much more quickly than is realistic. And this isn't a new phenomenon at all, because 
I was someone that read so many channeled books from the 1980s and 1990s and so many and channeled and non-channeled books. And so many of these books were talking about earth cataclysms occurring between 1998 and 2001 and pole shifts occurring during that time. And, you know, mass worldwide changes, even things like a large portion of the population is not being here anymore due to uh, earth cataclysms. And of course, none of that really happened. And then after that, a lot of the, the channeled and non-channeled material was pointing to 2012. There was a lot, if we think back, for those of us that were in the New Age community before 2012, there's a heck of a lot of hullabaloo around what was going to come in 2012 and what sort of pole shifts or cataclysms or massive changes. And some people believe that there was going to be just a brand new earth that a huge that, you know, the ascending ones would go to or a big portion of the population would go to however people looked at it. And yes, December 21st, 2012 was quite a significant event. Um, I was down in Mexico at the pyramids of Palenque actually during that time. And it was, it was quite magical. However, nothing really major happened, of course. Right. Then that all got projected onto 2020, right? December 21st, 2020, the, the star of Bethlehem, the Christmas star, right? Uh, the conjunction of, of Saturn and Jupiter in the sky. What will this create, you know, in Aquarius and Western astrology, right? Now we did see the results of that were, you know, the, the massive spread of, of the pandemic, right? Right after that. And of course there's um, all sorts of spiritual ramifications for the experience that our planet has been going through over the past three years during this pandemic. But again, it was kind of this marker where people, there was so much out there, people talking about a solar flash, right? This grand solar event, and it would eviscerate, you know, most of the population of the earth and only the ascending one. And in the end, it's all BS, right? I would have loved to swear there, but I want to keep you monetized. So it's in, in the end, all of that channel stuff, which really has a lot of, if you look, I've always kind of looked under the surface and seen an element of fear with it about how, you know, things are going to just, you know, it, it, it's a very apocalyptic sort of way of looking at the future. And it's, it's not that different as the way in the way that um, apocalyptic preachers in in the 90s and the early 2000s, and even now there's still some left, would give certain dates for some sort of apocalypse and only the, you know, the good Christians would be able to make it to the other side, so to speak. So I've always seen that as sort of a falsity in the new age community, a product of the illusion of ego that is wanting this process to be completed very quickly because wanting to get out of the pain of being an earth being, being a 3D being in a very dense, difficult realm and moving into something that's much better, much more comfortable, a fifth uh, dimensional realm, if you will. Well, that is something that is still on track to happen. It's not, it's not that it's not real. It is very real. It's just that it is a much slower progression than we like to think. But yet, at the same time, if we really zoom out, we will actually see that it is a magically quick progression. If we, when we zoom out and we look at the difference in life technology in the 1980s versus the 2020s, we can see that life is so ridiculously different nowadays. What if that is an exponential curve, which it actually is in reality? What does life look like just five years, 10 years, 20 years from now, 
right? And then if we think about, I mean, that's technology that I'm talking about, and I'll talk about that more in a minute. But if we also apply that to spirituality, if we look at the prevalence of this sort of new age spirituality where we are taking into account extraterrestrial forces, we're taking into account the astrological ages and the idea of a golden age coming to this planet. And if we look at the prevalence of that sort of discourse in uh, in our world back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, yes, it was there for sure. The harmonic convergence of 1987 was a huge event. And that was when the very few that were starting to get into this material gathered and, and paid attention to that. And that actually was a part of public discourse. It was something that was um, you know, portrayed in the media, the harmonic convergence of 1987, for example. But if we look at then compared to now, we can see how much more widespread this sort of understanding and knowledge and awareness that the planet is going through some sort of awakening. It is so much more widespread now, really because of the internet on a very grounded practical level, but because also underneath the surface, there is a somewhat logarithmic or exponential growth of spiritual awareness that's happening on this planet. So it's happening extremely quickly, yet at the same time, it seems to be happening quite slowly. Because if we look at the outside world, we sometimes forget, especially those of us that participate in a lot of these sorts of groups like you and I do, where we end up living in a bit of an echo chamber a lot, where we're in this wonderful uh, realm where we're sharing these new earth ideas and vibrations and love with one another. Yet we forget when we step out into kind of the normal world that that's really not how the world is quite yet. That the world still doesn't look, it still doesn't feel that different. It may start to look different because of technology, but it doesn't necessarily feel that different quite yet. And it's because we're as as the light workers, as the way showers, as most of us are star seeds, we're the ones at the very leading edge of the consciousness revolution of this planet. And we're still very much a minority on this planet. But if we zoom out and we take a look at like, okay, the, you know, the 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 60s, you know, the the little bits of consciousness revolution through the 60s until I said the harmonic convergence of 87 and then into the 21st century. And then when the growth really started to pick up, especially with the internet, if we zoom out and we look into the 2030s, the 2040s, the 2050s, it really takes off. It really, really takes off. And we can actually start to see evidence of that in the 2020s already, where things that um, just basic kind of uh, spiritual, uh, new age spiritual ideas and um, uh, modalities are now so much more mainstream than they've ever been. Uh, every other commercial, you know, nowadays for a bank is showing people doing yoga or Tai Chi or meditation. Okay. LeBron James uh, is, is touting this meditation app, meditation, yoga, Tai Chi, Qigong. They've become so mainstream. We forget 
back in the early, just really not too long ago, early 2000s, late 90s. If you did yoga, you were kind of weird. Really, you were looked at kind of like a weirdo. Okay. Now, at least in the United States. Okay. Now, uh, it's totally normal. It's like what every New York Wall Street businessman does after work. They, they go to yoga. You know, they used to go to the bar. Now they go to yoga, then they go to the bar. Okay. So it, it we can see little tidbits in the mainstream media. Okay. Astrology. Astrology, you, you never used to hear much about it. It was once in a while you would hear little tidbits in Hollywood movies. You know, people in Hollywood have always been a little bit more at the leading edge in a lot of ways because wealth allows access to higher education and information that sometimes the lower classes aren't don't end up being privy to a lot of course there's um exceptions because we could say you know some of the lower class ethnic communities are much more uh involved in in witchcraft and um hoodoo and voodoo and uh, santeria and uh, and i mean witchcraft in a positive sense i'm a witch myself um but there were tidbits of astrology in in movies in the 80s and 90s but now you i see it all the time in movies there's this disney not just astrology just spiritual discourse in general non non-christian non-christian uh, judaic discourse for example disney's um series uh called it's called soul right i believe um i i keep hearing this from all, from clients everywhere They're like Matt, you got to watch this this soul it's like they're literally showing like what it's like to be a soul and reincarnate and and this is disney right this stuff never would have come big hollywood companies would not have felt comfortable putting this stuff into public discourse 20 30 years ago but now because it is becoming more mainstream everything boils down to money and because these companies see that, oh, look, the American public, and I'm just speaking because I am an American, but I think it's similar in a lot of European countries and probably most of the world, is, okay, because the American public is starting to become wise to meditation, yoga, tai chi, astrology, life coaching, meditation, uh, tapping, like all this stuff, well, it suits our financial interests to play off of that. And to put that in commercials, to put that in movies, to put that in TV shows, because people are attracted to that now. It all boils down to money, ultimately, for, for the corporations, right? But on another, uh, from another lens, we could say that, oh, my God, look at this. This is, this is evidence. This is real-world evidence of the revolution of consciousness. Another, another way we can look at the real-world evidence of the revolution of consciousness is the extraterrestrial discourse. People like myself who listen to Coast to Coast AM every night, stayed up all night to listen to Coast to Coast. Uh, let me know in the chat if you're a Coast to Coast fan. You know, I, I, I remember when Art Bell was on the air, okay? And then George Norrie, I, I absolutely adore. And uh, we in the UFO sort of communities, again, we were the weirdos. Back in the 90s, the 2000s, even like right around 2010 like we were still the weirdos right it's like oh come on aliens like the 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 public uh discourse the general discourse is like oh come on there's no such thing as aliens right 
Look at it now. Look at 2022 when the U.S. government has declassified all sorts of documents, literally showing videos of UFOs. Who the hell ever thought that was ever going to happen? In the UFO community, we were um, we were looking forward to disclosure for decades, and people that are way older than me have been looking forward to disclosure since Roswell, since the fifth 1940s, right? And it happened, and and people are just like, oh wow, okay, maybe there are aliens, right? It, like it just shifted like that, and again, that's another real world sign of the revolution of conscious. So we have to look for those little tidbits. And at the same time, we have to take, from my point of view, is to take a realistic look and look, okay, there's, you know, the worst war we've had since World War II still going on with really no ends in sight. Uh, it Eventually there will be a resolution, but it's not looking good yet. Economic troubles are plaguing pretty much every country, and it's starting, you know, what's happening in the United States is starting to affect Europe and vice versa, and there is such a complicated interplay in geopolitics and economics right now. We find ourselves in a Scorpio-Taurus uh, nodal uh, configuration uh, until, um, I, I believe, like mid-next year, and during this Scorpio-Taurus nodal configuration, where it's uh, finance, it's finance and economic systems around the planet that are being renegotiated. So it makes sense that uh, we're heading, we're really already in a recession, if by many definitions, at least in the United States, and for most of the world to kind of head into an economic downturn, it makes sense because of the nodal configuration. And it's the very beginning of a restructuring of the world financial system into something that is more, um, that something that can benefit the all versus benefit the few. However, it's not something that happens like that. Although many of us wish it would. The channelings, channelings for many years about a quantum financial system, about um, basically, you know, this idea that oh, when this all happens, we're all going to be presented with a check for a million dollars or whatever through this QFS quantum financial system. It's all BS, to be quite blunt. Okay, it is, it is a, in my view, the ego's projection of like, oh, well, this is what it could look like sometime in the future. This is what we're gearing towards as a collective that is ascending. However, it's not something that's supposed to just happen instantly like that eventually on this planet i i can almost promise you yes we will be in a place where everyone has enough to survive and actually to thrive but will there be no money probably not there will still be some sort of method of exchange okay um will that happen tomorrow will that happen next year no <laughs> no Will it happen five years from now? No. Will it happen 10 years from now? No. Will it happen 15, 20, 30? We start to go out a little bit further? Maybe. We start to move closer in that direction. We do have Pluto making its transition into Aquarius right around the middle of this decade. That's a big transition because when Pluto moves into Aquarius, really the focus comes on how the Aquarian age, Pluto transforming the systems of the planet 
into how they can finally benefit the all versus benefiting the few, right? So we're see, we see little early signs of shifts in the financial systems. Crypt, cryptocurrency is such a fascinating thing because it does allow this possibility for uh, a, a secondary financial system outside of the legacy financial system. However, it also allows for the most massive Ponzi schemes and scams and crime to take place. So it's two sides of a coin with cryptocurrency. So we see little signs, okay, in, in different ways. Uh, we When people start to rely less on cash, okay, because cash seems like, oh, so 2019, and just more on using Venmo, Apple Pay, you know, you used to have to, you know, put your credit card in somewhere. Now, a lot of times people just swipe their phone to pay for something, right? These are the early signs of, yes, a more digital-based financial system where cash is totally a thing of the past. That's inevitable. It really is inevitable. Is it good? Is it not? There's arguments to be made on both sides, okay? Um, things like technology that really integrates into us and allows us to interface with the internet, with the uh, the, the whatever we want to call it, the, the new web, whatever's being created, is inevitable because it, it really is already here. I mean, if we rewind, you know, when I was in, in high school, like cell phones were first kind of becoming mainstream, but they were these stupid little, um, first they were these stupid little kind of boxy phones like this that you pretty much just called with. It took forever to text because you got to go, you know, you, you got to press four twice, then six, three times, then eight twice to get this the right letters right and then you got the flip phones and then but still it's like texting was kind of lame back then it's like really if you were going to call your friend and set some up you called them you didn't text them right but it didn't take very long did it until these iphones started coming out and all of a sudden we start to do everything digitally right we start to do everything with our just projecting our thoughts into words into text and that's how we communicate pretty much if you think about your communication nowadays for most people, you actually communicate more through text, whether it's email, text, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever you're using, than like speaking to people. Like you connect, you keep in touch more with people in your life. Most people do. And if we if we think back even to like 2006, that would seem ridiculous that that would ever be a reality, but it, it really is. And if you, you know, if, if we took a DeLorean back to the, the 80s and uh, you told people in the 80s that they would be like, what the, what are you talking about, right? But look how fast that has happened. And what if that is kind of the beginnings of telepathy? That is the beginnings of being able to communicate, right? It's the, it's the training wheels, it's the crutches towards telepathy on a spiritual level, which where our star seeds we come from, the Syrian realms, the Arcturian realms, the Pleiadian realms, etc. This is how we communicate. We communicate with telepathy. Very few beings that are from off planet actually communicate with, with words anymore. It's not that they can't, it's just that they they there's no point to it once they've reached this level of being able to just communicate directly with the mind, right? So these phones are start are start. Now what came after the phones? Apple watches, right? Apple watch technology that goes right on your body 
Okay. And you can look at your sleep. You can look at your heart rate. You can look at all this sort of thing. You can call people. You can text people. You can do whatever, right? Okay. So now that's this phone that now carries our entire lives. Now more integrated with our body. Well, what's probably next? Okay. Some sort of projection of that. Actually, I've already seen. I, I, I'm pretty sure they've already created like where it can kind of project like, like a holographic screen onto your, uh, onto your forearm. Right. Okay. Well, what's the natural progression after that microchips? There's no, there's no stopping it. It's, it's what is, what companies, what uh, technology companies are going to inevitably start to pitch to the public as a method of convenience. Are there a lot of downsides to it? Yeah, absolutely. Is it something that I would want to get in me? No, I wouldn't, but it's something that is going to inevitably be, be pitched especially in the Western world and especially in, in somewhere like China to, well, in China, it may become come a little more nefariously, you know, with an element of fear to it. But in, in the West, it's going to be something that's pitched as a method of convenience because eventually in the 2030s, okay, most people, you go into a store to pay for something. First, you started by, just remember the progression first. Oh no, let's go all the way back. First, you took your credit card. They would remember that. Who remembers that? Tell me in the chat if you remember people going like this to your credit card, right? And then you got to sign in. They they rip off and they give you the slip, right? Okay. Then swipe your card. Okay. Then chip. Then wave. Now you just Apple Pay wave your phone or wave your Apple Watch. What's next? Inevitably, there's going to be a chip in most people. And they're going to wave to pay. Okay. They're going to wave to get in their apartment. Okay, they're gonna they're gonna call an Uber probably somehow by interfacing their chip with with their phone or whatever technology and call the Uber. Right, the days of us driving may be numbered, you know. And there's positive and negatives to it. I mean, driving is fun, you know. Sadhguru, when uh, when people aren't really driving for themselves anymore, for example. But, um, and I love driving. I, I've always loved driving. And I don't know, it might not be something that totally goes away, but it's certainly something that's going to be vastly reduced. You know, Uber started, uh, okay, Uber and Lyft started with people, you know, you on your phone, you book them to pick you up and drive you somewhere. Now it's Uber self-driving cars, right? And that's going to become really the main way of getting around for a vast majority of people living in the Western world, at least pretty darn soon, I would say in the, in, in the 2030s is you get your Uber and the car has no driver. It picks you up instantly. It takes you where you want to go. You can put on whatever, you know, radio or, or music or whatever you want to podcast you want to listen to on the way. And it drops you off and it deducts automatically from your bank account. Everything is linked, right? This is the type of world we're moving into. Where every, and it's, we're already there. I mean, everything is already linked to everything else. Everyone does banking on their phone now, right? It's inevitable. Are there downsides to this? Are there privacy concerns? Absolutely. Are there concerns about us losing our humanity? Absolutely. AI not just integrating with uh, with our bodies, but also, you know, it's one of the most fascinating things um, that happened from an economic standpoint during the pandemic was the fact that so many people in Western countries, especially, just stopped working. They just, and, and they didn't go back to work once they were able to. 
and that we had this real gap in jobs available versus people that want to work, that's still something that is happening. And that opens the door for AI to create robots that can start to do the jobs that humans just don't want to do anymore. Are there positives to that? Absolutely. Are there negatives to it? Yes, of course. Okay. I would expect to see in the 2030s robots all over cities. Okay. Probably little police robots rolling on by. Okay. I would expect to see that. It's already started, I believe, in China. It'll eventually spread to the West, I do believe. Okay. Probably little um, drones once in a while going by, keeping an eye on things. Okay. I would expect to see many stores greet you, robots greeting you at stores. Okay. I would expect to see, um, like, for example, you might go in a department store and you want to uh, get a different size of something. And it might be something where there's a screen. You say, okay, uh, I need a size four instead of a size five or whatever, an XL instead of a, an XXL, right? And it may be a robot that does that for you, okay? I can see this as soon as the 2030s, maybe the 2040s at, at the latest, where a lot of people won't be working anymore. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? There's positive sides, there's negative sides to both. It's a, it's a giant shift in the economy that's going to take place. And there will still be people that work. There will still be entrepreneurship. There will still be companies. There will still be, but there will be a lot of people that had their jobs taken by robots, by AI. And also it, it doesn't mean that there aren't rich people anymore because there still will be rich people and they'll probably get richer and richer and richer. It's almost as if the way I see it, this whole system that we're living under has to get so stupid, so extreme in a lot of ways, in order for it to snap back. We haven't reached that point yet. There's been, and, and it's important that there is pushback from people that don't want to buy into this stuff. The, you know, the, the, the COVID shots, there's positives and negatives, and I'm not going to get into that. But it was important that there were people that pushed back against mandates. It, it, again, the science, I, I don't want to get into. There's positives and negatives. But it was important that there was pushback. And it will be important that there's people, groups of people that are pushing back against any of this over, um, overburden, overburdening of AI where it becomes mandates or it starts to seep into privacy in in really kind of creepy ways and it's something that china's already kind of screwed and and i feel bad for the people that live over there i feel awful for the people who live in north korea where it's not they're not under the realm of the rule of technology they're just under the realm of a horrible dictator there's a lot of places around the world where people have it a hell of a lot worse than they have it in the U.S., Canada, Europe. If you live in the U.S., Canada, Europe, or if you live in Brazil, or you or you live in relatively first world countries, you're very lucky in a lot of ways. There's a lot of places where it's not as you're not as fortunate. This these will be a lot of first world problems. The stuff I'm talking about, but yet the so-called third world will follow suit eventually 
because the first world stuff always starts to trickle down into the third world nations and eventually the whole world starts to kind of find this equilibrium with things so it's important that there will be pushback at the same time there will be many things that we want to embrace about technology look at this zoom zoom facebook instagram tiktok all this stuff is i mean not zoom but all the the social media platforms have horrible privacy concerns yet most of us have decided to say okay they're obviously mining my data there's nothing i can do about it but let me at least use these platforms for good let me use these platforms to connect with others to make new friends to communicate my message to the world to create a business right to gather in groups like we're gathering in today so there will be things there will be many light workers that say hell yeah get me a, a microchip this is fun i want to be able to pay for things with my wrists and get into my apartment and that's okay there's no right or wrong for any of this it's just different ways of exploring and i i want to relate atlantis and lemuria to this because if you were in atlantis for example the type of future that i'm seeing in the 2030s or 2040s is going to look a lot like atlantis did a lot like the cities of atlantis did where technology was king and there was this integration between ai and the human being in atlantis and it was something that they found very convenient it was something that they really enjoyed it was something that they found to be very spiritual there's nothing unspiritual about technology in fact when i take my clients when they do starseed discovery sessions with me to places like the syrian realms where i'm from arcturian realms um many different andromeda galaxy realms many different realms they are so obsessed with technology but they've been able to integrate the technology in a healthy way where it's not harming you at all it's only it's only augmenting it's only augmenting reality augmenting your life augmenting your health and there's wonderful possibilities for that when it comes like right here right now on earth when it comes to medical technologies i'm someone that i love exploring any new cool medical device healing device that i come across some of them are a bit expensive but any of the stuff that like people send me like oh matt you should check out this thing or this thing i'm like i'll buy it like let me buy it and let me try it and i'm fascinated with this advancement in uh for example a lot of technologies uh, of from tesla coming back and the opportunity is right now for tesla type scalar energy technologies for not only medical uses but for just society in general for energy uses and i do see us shifting see people are are um have a point and the right to question the authenticity in a lot of ways of climate bills yet at the same time if you look at reality our planet is really messed up as far as the environment goes really really messed up the planet is very ill because of what we've polluted it with and not you and i what corporations have have polluted it with so when they come out with uh as the administration of the us now is doing coming out with new climate bills right that can help to move us in a direction of cleaner energy although yes it certainly comes with some other sort of agendas as far as 
creating more wealth for perhaps the 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 certain rich and and giving the people less as the powers that be have done since the beginning of human history at the same time it is a sign of this move toward from the old petroleum based energies if you're an alien and you came to earth and you saw us driving around using gasoline that was five dollars a gallon and beat up like like 1984 honda civics you'd be like what the i'm not going to swear but what is wrong with these people what are, what are you doing right and of course it's not our fault it's the powers that be that have suppressed all the technologies that can uh move us around better but we are going to move that direction i personally i love that california and other states are following along banning new sale of gasoline cars i think that's wonderful i think the move towards electric cars in the united states is a wonderful thing and it's going to continue Okay, these Uber cars driving around, they're not going to be running on gasoline. They're going to be running on, on um, uh, electricity. And then eventually, everything's going to be running on scalar energy. It's going to be running on free energy. Because eventually, the old that old claw of the petroleum-based, it all comes down to money. The old claw of the petroleum-based industries that make billions and billions and billions and run so much of the geopolitics. So much of the geopolitics of our planet is just based on oil. That's all it is. Saudi Arabia, Russia, Ukraine, Iran, the U.S., so much of this interplay is just about oil. That's all it is. So when we finally move away from those old fossil fuels into new sorts of energy and solar, wind, and electric are kind of the, you know, as far as cars go, these, these are the early signs of that. But 2050s, 2060s, I see us living with just using scalar technology, scalar energy to run everything. Okay. Eventually, there will be corporations that start to create this stuff, and the old claw of the petroleum industries won't be able to stop it any longer. It'll become too powerful. The the uh the public will demand it. Okay. It's it, the public is a huge part of this. The more that we demand the more that the corporations have to eventually follow suit. The oligarchy eventually has to follow suit. So it will come. But first, there, of course, this old petroleum claw rising from this earth, this zombie, is going to do everything it can to keep control because it's in everything. It's in every government, right? Of course it is, you know? New medical technologies, of course, there's a lot of pressure of, of you know, preventing new medical technologies that maybe already exist you know, that can cure all sorts of things. Of course, the old claw of the medical industry is going to do everything it can to protect itself, right, from that. But eventually, the pressure will be become too much. Why? Because of the underlying spiritual evolution that's going on, on this planet. The underlying logarithmic spiritual um, augmentation that's happening, this awareness. And why is this happening? Really, because our solar system has moved into the photon belt. We've moved into the age of Aquarius, and we're starting to receive the light from the photon belt. Last time we received the light from the photon belt was back in the age of Leo, 13,000 years ago in Atlantis and Lemuria. We're now stepping into that photon belt again, and we're starting to receive that light. So that light translates to spiritual light, because it's just photonic light, and really everything is photonic light. Everything is light at the very underneath it everything you are light okay everything is light at the very 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 um 
source of it. So as we receive more light, eventually, no, no matter what, all these systems will shift. It's just that it's not going to happen in a year. This is going to be a process. It's going to play out probably over the next four or five decades. But before, I, I'm quite confident that before the end of the 21st century, we're living on the new earth that we are desiring. We're living on an earth where we have nothing but free renewable energy. We're no longer polluting the earth and we're, we all have more than enough to thrive. And we're also stepping into more ascended versions of self where things like teleportation and telekinesis and telepathy are quite common. Mm -hmm. Also being an intergalactic planet where not only are we constantly having visitors from the Pleiades and the Yael and the Syrians and, and whoever else, the Arcturians and their triangular ships, whoever wants to visit. And they're already here already. People post UFO videos on YouTube all, every day showing these ships. So they're here. It's just that they're not landing on the White House lawn and, and meeting Joe Biden yet. Because that they know that would be too much too soon. Mm -hmm. Okay? It has to be something that they're slowly acclimating the beings of Earth to. But I do see more official contact in the 2030s. Does it mean meeting the president of the United States? I don't know. I'm not sure if it works like that, like we've kind of seen in movies or whatever, or if it's something that they do kind of, you know, outside of the governmental uh, envelope and, and do it um, maybe in, in, at a sacred site or something, you know, maybe Glastonbury, right? Maybe, uh, what's that? We'll have to see when the time comes. So, yeah, absolutely. So, um, and just, you know, briefly, I just want to bring things back just for a moment back to Lemurian Atlantis. And as I said, back in Atlantis, uh, what we're seeing now and, and what the 2030s and 2040s are going to look like from what I've seen, as I said, are going to look very similar to Atlantis, at least in the cities. But yet there is this also other prevailing energy, this prevailing force that is basically old Lemuria rising again here in the 21st century. And ever since the, the early 2000s and more and more lately, I've been hearing of and seeing groups of lightworkers, groups of beings that have been creating these new earth communities that are out in nature. A lot of them are in Costa Rica, or a lot of them are in Mexico, a lot of them are, um, you know, in, in the Western United States. And I'm seeing more and more of these. And these are basically Lemurian communities, Novo uh, Lemurian communities. And that's like the kind of Lemurian pushback to the Atlantean um, assault in certain ways. And we're going to see more and more of people that are discontent disconcerted with living in these progressing atlantean times and there's nothing wrong with atlantis so many of you that were on this call that are on this call and watching on the replay were probably in atlantis but also so many of you were in lemuria some of you were in both some of you only were in one um and so the, this lemurian conscious will rise more and more and we'll see it in these new earth communities that are outside of the realm of cities and that are creating their own energy, creating their own energy, creating their own education, okay? Not subject to the indoctrination discourse of whatever kids are being taught. I mean, 
you know, not to get into it, but it's like, I remember being in school when 9-11 happened, okay? And when 9-11 happened, I was in school and they showed on the TV that this is how woke I was at whatever age, I was in the eighth grade or whatever. I was, and they showed the 19 hijack. I was like, come on, man. They, they already got them. Are you serious? Like, what, what is this? Is it a TV show or something? Is it a movie? Right? Okay. But now kids nowadays will never question 9-11, the, the vast majority of them, because it's just now in the history books. It's like, oh, on September 11th at 8 a.m. this happened. And then George Bush was in the school and they told him and then the towers. And they won't ever question it because the indoctrination, you know, the history gets written by the history writers. History gets written by the, the people that, that write the history books. That's what happened in 1984, okay? If you haven't read 1984, you have to read it. It's one of the you know the most important things to just understand kind of the trajectory of where the darker beings want to push things, right? But what I was saying is like in these Lemurian communities that we're recreating, teaching our children what we want to teach them, okay? Teaching our children how to be telepathic and use telekinesis and how to understand astrology and read tarot cards and how to meditate and how to connect with animals and all the things that we used to teach them back in Lemuria, right? Mm -hmm. So I applaud all the people that are creating communities that are kind of outside of the system, off the grid, so to speak, and creating their own um, little, you know, rebirths of Lemuria. And we're going to see that more and more as more and more people get um, kind of frustrated and just don't feel at home anymore in the progressing Atlantean cities. Now, briefly, um, what any specific things to look out for? Look, and I don't know, I'm just doing my best, just what I've seen. Um, I think that the earth is due to shake up in a lot of ways, in a lot of places, you know, sometime uh, over the rest of 2020s and early 2030s. I think that the climate is a big thing that we're, um, not just the climate, but just, um, weather in general weather in general big weather events being a bit more of a thing as the as we tend as we move further into the photon belt here and we're just getting bombarded with more and more of this high frequency light the earth likely will want to release a lot of the old pain and tension stored in you know if we think in the about the grid the underlying energetic grid underneath the earth and that could come in the form of uh, sort of geological uh, events. I think that is something to look out for potentially in the future. It's not something that I hope for, obviously. It would be nice if none of that ever happened, but it is something that it just likely um, will be more a part of our experience. And of course, you know, something like the COVID event, it's something that could be repeated into the future uh, when i don't know i would imagine sometimes toward the end of the 2020s could be and then of course the whole extraterrestrial thing as i said to look forward to i think the early 2030s uh is is going to be a huge um uh time of 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 contact with extraterrestrials and we'll see how everyone on the planet reacts to that. and also economic shifts and I think that if um, if you're if you've got money now, good. And if you're on the track to creating more and more wealth, good. Keep going. Don't worry about what the system will do. Dollars, U.S. dollars, euro dollars will still exist. U.S. dollars and euros will still be king. But at the same time, 
I think poverty becomes more and more of a problem for more and more people, unfortunately, because it's a rigged system. And the rigged system is going to get more extreme. Basically, as I said, it's like a like a rubber band and the powers that be are just going to keep pulling on the band more and more. And they do it in stages, then they let up and then they do it again, then they let up and they do it again. And it, it gets more extreme until it kind of snaps back into reality, which will be the shift into a more progressive system that benefits the all. So hold your horses, be patient. And, uh, you know, don't be fearful of any of this. Like, mm-hmm. exactly. this is all you, you're, you're here because you wanted to experience this. Actually, if you're here incarnated now, it's because your soul your, and your galactic self wanted to be here during this time to experience exactly all this stuff and all the crazy stuff that could happen over the next 15, 20 years. Okay. So be here and enjoy it. And also the law of attraction is not suspended during any time. The law of attraction was not suspended during COVID. There were people that got richer than they ever were in their life during the pandemic when everyone else was getting poor. Not saying it's necessarily a good thing, but if you're getting rich by doing something that's benefiting other people, it's benefiting society, then I go for it, right? The law of attraction is not suspended. You can still create whatever magical life you want. You can still create whatever type of wealth you want, okay? No matter what happens with the outside world, and I would not worry about the US dollar and the euro not being a thing. I would actually rely on those as actually being the safest things, safer than Bitcoin uh, going into the future, which I think is a misunderstanding that a lot of people in the new age community have. But that's my... uh, my spiel, my discourse for today. Awesome. <laughs> oh my God. That was so much wisdom, so much to take in and so much, you know, it's like, I'm looking at, okay, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. What, you know, it's like after that, I I don't know if I'll still be here after 30 years. Right. So it's like, let's see what, what uh, we're going to experience. It should be, it is going to be an exciting time. I think there are more discoveries, more uh, developments, you know, and it's about us also choosing what it is that we want to experience, how we, like, like yeah. you just said with the law of attraction, what do yes. we want, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I cannot use the chat <laughs> anymore. I got kicked out when I was using chat. So I was like, okay. So um, can I answer a question in the chat real quick? Sure. Cause I can't, I don't see anything, but go ahead. You can't see it. What's, what's going on? <laughs> I, lo- I lost my um, chat when I got kicked out. So there, I'm. that's awesome. You started with C60. I oh, take Sarah. a tablespoon. Yeah, I. Oh, is it sorry? Sorry, I take a tablespoon a day. So that's what I take. Yeah, try um, it out, Sarah. She, take she's it already got food. it. Take it with food. Awesome. Good. So, do you want to do a reading for somebody? Let's do a reading. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what we can do is, um, uh, you can ask me either, like, okay, like, kind of, what would be my highest purpose, like you know, now ongoing or um, what, what would my future look like in this area of my life? Those would be two good questions. Shelly asked, what is C60? C60 is a supplement. It's, uh, it's quite miraculous. It's, uh, it's not found in nature. Actually, the only place we can find it is in meteorites. It actually comes from space, but you can't get it out of a meteorite. It's already oxidized, but it's 60 carbon uh, uh molecules okay in the shape of a, a soccer ball or a football for you europeans and um it's the master antioxidant it's 228 times more powerful than vitamin c 
and it's a free radical scavenger, and it's quite possibly a life extender. It was discovered back in the original trials when they were actually testing for potential toxicity, and they found miraculously that the lab rats that they were treating the C60 with doubled their lifespan, and quite sadly, I think they actually had to terminate the lab rats because they lived too long and they had to end the experiment but that's how they found that it had an application for mammalian mammalian health for animals and um humans so i take a tablespoon a day everyone that listens to me takes c60 my animals take c60 um if you're curious about it i have some information on my youtube channel about c60 awesome thank you shelly for asking all right so we're going to go to shelly she had her hand raised for like the longest time since uh, right. before we even went live <laughs> Yes, I did. Thank you so much, Alara. And thank you, Matthew, and for the explanation. Yeah. I'll be writing you about the C60. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, and and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping this doesn't make you uncomfortable, but because I'm, I'm really okay with anything that you truly see. Um, do you have any insight as to the amount? I mean, you're not God, but <laughs> or not to put not to, I didn't want to say that, but not to put you on a spot to be God. But do you have a vibe at all about my lifespan? Um, I'm. I know it's maybe not fair, but it's, it's due to my health. But I mean, any thoughts that come, and I'm I'm so open to life or death. I mean, I I have no no fear of it. Um, I'm just kind of on the periphery of wondering and with what's going on in my health let's go with health let's just Let, say that yeah let's go with health instead of lifespan absolutely <laughs> i didn't mean to okay. put you on a spot i'm sorry no it's okay um <laughs> i'll get you yeah, kicked I'm, off alara <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry to hear about your uh your health issues because okay. I, I know how, how frustrating that can be i i really do Thank um you. let me just tune in i'll just see what i pick up And of course, everything is for entertainment purposes. <laughs> Just have to say that. I hope I didn't put you. This is the most entertaining question, but yes, I agree. Um, <laughs> Leave it to me. Well, I see you at, um, it just feels like you're at, at a crossroads. It reminds me of the justice, uh, not the justice, the judgment card in the tarot. If you know the tarot at all, this would be number 20 in the major arcana. And the judgment card can be, it's a very powerful card. It can be one of the more important kind of crossroads in your life where somewhere deep, deep inside you, you're making this decision whether you want to be here, whether you want to truly continue and, and and fight through the the struggle and the pain uh the chronic pain and the chronic issues and there's there's no right or wrong answer but if you know if if you really deeply choose that you want to be here and make this work in this body then your your soul is there with you and you'll have the opportunity to do that you'll have the opportunity to heal completely fully whatever you're going through 
Um, at the same time, if it's not something that feels on whatever level, like it's, it's worth going through now for whatever reason, then, you know, you, you might go in a different direction, but you, it, I guess you should know that although you're faced with difficult circumstances, you have absolutely have the power deep within you if you so choose. So it, it is about a choice. And it's, and if the choice is, which I hope it is to, you know, keep fighting and give it all you've got and, and get creative. Um, there's a lot of um, weight. There's a lot of energetic uh, weight that you've accumulated throughout your life, especially coming from other people that it's just it has to be fully let go of you know you have to feel unburdened by that and it's not necessarily by those people being any different it's just by you choosing to be different and also finding a really strong sense of purpose and what you can contribute here you know whether it's art or whatever um you enjoy that you can contribute here or whether it's being somehow helpful of service to other people like directly you know um th that will you know we talk about like like c60 is something you know the idea is that c60 can potentially for example extend your tel telomere length which is the ends of your the strands of your dna that really control your lifespan but the most important thing for the uh telomere length is uh purpose is a, is a strong sense of purpose and it's definitely a question that i've come across a lot um lately with people is this um, interplay between apathy and purpose. Apathy will shorten your life. It will, when you feel like you're you're on some level up against a wall that is just, it won't give in any way. There's no way through the wall. The wall won't come down. That's the sort of thing that will shorten the telomere length because you won't feel a sense of purpose deep within. But if you can find and develop that sense of purpose, then that on its own, may start to shift your body, shift your genetics to express in different ways. So the possibilities are still there. Nothing is, is predetermined. You know, when the soul creates a life plan, I mean, this is quite true. The soul rarely creates a, I mean, sometimes yes, but rarely creates a hardened predetermined like exit point, so to speak. It's all possibilities. It's different possibilities based on choices, free will choices. And based on where you're at in your journey, what frequency you find yourself kind of um, spending the most time in, and also just that the desire, the sense of desire deep down. So the possibilities for you are quite endless in this life. In reality, it's just it's a it's a it's a deep seated choice, and it's not something that's made in a moment. But the fact that you're even asking about it means that there's this glimmer of hope in you that you're centered in and you just stick with that. And then the, the part of the mind, like, you know, I, I think, and I don't, you know, I don't blame you for asking the questions. Okay. But, you know, I think the part of your mind or consciousness that says, okay, dear, whatever person I'm talking to, can you tell me how long I'm supposed to live? That's uh, in a sense, there's a bit of a fearful element to that. I know it's not centered in fear necessarily. It's centered in just wanting to know and understand yourself, right? But 
the as opposed to the question of like what possibilities are here are is there a possibility for healing is there a possibility for a greater sense of purpose for me is there a possibility for my to feel fulfilled while i'm here in this body and the answer to that is yes absolutely so i i just think that you the reason you're asking this question is because you're feeling yourself at those energetic crossroads like the judgment card and only you can really decide to fully commit or not and there's no wrong answer Thank you. And, and you're, you know, I, I have lived my purpose so amazingly and I'm living it. I'm finding that ebbing a little bit. And, but in the sense of work, in the sense of my country, yeah. service, service. So, yeah, let me, let me comment on that for you and everybody else. When you find yourself getting to one of those, like you said, ebbing, and it feels like your contributions and service are starting to wane or feel less purposeful or less exciting or starting to feel like a burden. It's because you find yourself at a point where that it's supposed to shift into something else. It's supposed to change. That's why. You answered it all. Uh, that is, and, and my impatience, I'm not easy with that. Whatever that your body will respond to that. Your body will respond to that and also your mind. Remember this whole experience is happening through the mind and the, your mind's experience yes. of the body and pain versus uh, not pain. That's a mental experience and it will shift body and mind. So Less does this it, does, does most of what I said make sense? Give me some without, feedback. Right on, right on, right on. I mean, right. I don't want to leave, but there is yes. that part of me. There is also that part of me, like my guys up there are starting to say, "Okay, we we want you home," and yet I, you yeah. know, I, you know, I, what I, I, mean? I, you know, there's like this this crossroads within, and yeah. there's part of you that are, you know, almost I guess excited about either possibility in a, in yeah. a certain way. It, you know, and that's okay. there's nothing, nothing wrong, you know, with, with feeling that somewhere within of like, oh, I wonder what it would be like to be back with my angels and guides and family. And, you know, of course it's, it's only natural, especially when, you know, you, you get a little bit older in human years, but at the same time, I would say, um, ideally you would want to, um, shift your focus and, uh, recreate yourself and experience, next couple decades here i mean why not you know oh, i'd love to i'd love so to. I, that's what the highest the higher path is for you i think you're on track for that or else you wouldn't be asking the question you wouldn't be vibing with what i'm saying so um, and by the way um you know if if we can get into more specifics if you trust me to help you you know get one of the the packages because uh, i'm offering a, a one hour uh, reading uh in the package that we love can it. get deep into specifics love um, it everything about contracts and and your natal chart and, and everything so beautiful beautiful yeah. thank you right yeah. on thank you as you always yeah. are so thank oh thank you, you. and thank you for be. being willing to i mean you know oh. talk about this publicly you know because yeah, i'm sure no. <laughs> others that are going to see this that are feeling at a similar crossroads in life that are going to so. resonate with this a lot so thank I you hope it helps Thank, thank you, you so and bless you both. Thank you so much. And everybody, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Um, all right, so we are going to be taking more questions, yeah. more oh, readings, definitely, definitely, not to definitely. worry. <laughs> but um, before definitely. we do that, we're just going to talk briefly about the, the packages since we just yeah. kind of segued into it with Shelly. So I cannot write in the chat anymore because I just don't want to risk it. So I'm going to share my screen.
I need a new computer too. <laughs> Do you want me to put the link in the chat? If you can, it's lr.at forward slash show forward slash Matthew nine. I got it. I got it. Um, I got what you. am I doing? I'm going to share my screen. That's what I'm doing. You, you Mercury retrograde fool you. <laughs> Something like that. There you are. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. So it's alara.at forward slash show forward slash Matthew nine. And I'm going to share oh. my screen because it's so much fun to do that. All right. So um, these are two packages that Matthew has, package A and package B. Two and three part payment plans available on both. And of course, you can use a 24-hour special gift code from me, TACS10. Yes. So please do take advantage of that. All right. So Matthew, package A yeah. is 111 and package B is 244. So these, these yep, are absolutely. Yeah, lots of stuff happening here though. So let's talk about it. So yep. So I have a very exciting uh new group mentorship program beginning in November called Ascending is One. And it's going to be a weekly, uh, weekly calls on Sundays if you want to join the live calls. And if you can't join the live calls or you, you don't want to, you can watch the replays. And in every call, we're going to be working on a different topic. First week is uh, intro to ascension. The week after that is um, healing the root chakra. And then you can see all the, the topics here on this page. Here we go. Ascension 101. Here's all the topics for November and December. So it's a weekly, they're weekly three-hour calls where we'll dive into that topic. We'll do group healing meditations together. We'll do EFT tapping together as a group. I'm also a tapping practitioner. We will do a weekly astrology update. I'll show you the chart for the week and what to expect and how to make it work for your own life. And we'll do Q&A, live readings, and I'll give people a little bit of uh, you know optional homework or journaling to do for the, the week ahead. So the idea is that we're coming together as a group. I'm definitely looking forward to doing more group stuff now ongoing in my uh, career. Uh, we're coming together as a group on Sundays and ascending as one. That's the whole point. So you get that in both groups. You get two months of ascending as one in both groups. And if um, you get the first, the 111 package, you also get uh, seven of my courses to do on the side. You've got, look at this, mastering your intuition. Okay. If you want to learn how to sharpen your clairs, EFT tapping through the, the seven main chakras, we'll tap through and clear past life and childhood stuff from the chakras. Keep scrolling, please. We got uh, all about angels, archangels, ascended masters, and spirit guides. You want to learn how to connect with your spirit guides and uh, connect with any entities on high that you'd like to. Powerful visualization techniques for ascension, learning to use your third eye. Look at all these techniques, grounding, shielding, purifying, energizing, cord cutting, etc., that you can do with your third eye. And if we keep going, we've got the human energy field 101. This is a over as a three-hour course on teaching you the intricacies and the anatomy of the uh, the human energy field, okay, chakras or layers of the aura and all sorts of other things. We've got spiritual hygiene, cord cutting, grounding 101, teaching you how to protect yourself from picking up any sort of negative energies. And when you do pick up those negative energies, how to very quickly clear them and putting the past in the past, one of my most powerful webinars, courses, whatever you want to call it, with uh, energetic activations to help you to clear the past. So that's package A. You get two months of ascending as one uh, plus my, um, and the normal price for ascending as one, if, if if you were going on my website is, is much more than just the 111. So, mm -hmm. uh, and you get seven webinars that are normally $33 a piece. On top of that, there's a two payment option. You get a 10% off. So that's a really good value. If you want to work with me one-on-one -on -one and you want to take a deep dive into my work, Go with package B, you get everything in package A, two months of ascending is one. Okay, plus you get, instead of seven webinars, of course, you get 16. You get dissolving 
the ego, okay? Uh, energetic activations to dissolve negative aspects of ego. Healing with colors, okay? I'm going to teach you how to use colors in either your healing practice or on your own to help heal yourself and others. Intro to candle moon magic, as I mentioned before, I am a proud witch, and I will teach you how to use candles uh, to, to do white magic and also how to use the phases of the moon, planetary hours, planetary days, different colors, et cetera. Change your reality by changing your words. Very important for this time, learning to change, shift our speech and to shift ourselves into a higher vibration to manifest what we want in life. Uh, how to move on completely from your ex. If you're someone that's going through a breakup right now or a decoupling, or you know someone that's going through a breakup or decoupling, we dive into the idea of soul contracts around breakups and decouplings and it's uh, assistance to help you move through a heartbreak. And if we keep scrolling, Awakening the Divine Masculine, okay, this is helping to cultivate the left brain side of things and help you to learn to goal set and to learn to integrate logic with your intuitive practices. And if we keep going down, uh, creating the 5DU, okay, how to recreate yourself on all levels, a mini future self-progression in that, navigating the dark night of the soul, how to move through dark night of soul, or if you're a practitioner to help your clients, your friends move through dark nights of the soul, a deeper level of forgiveness. I teach the five um, stages of forgiveness and how to move through each stage. You also get my guided meditation to meet your spirit guides and activate psychic gifts, a healing transmission called I love you regardless. And the most exciting part, a one hour, one-on-one -on -one soul plan reading with myself. Okay. I'm going to connect with your spirit guides. I'm going to take a look into your life plan. Take a look at your purpose. Take a look at your soul contracts with others. And take a look at your natal chart. Natal chart. Take a dive into your astrology and answer any questions at all that you have. Okay. And uh, these soul plan readings. Normally, I am uh, booked three to four months out. Right now, uh, you would have to wait till uh, December, probably, if you were to purchase this elsewhere. I have two spots that I opened up. Okay, two spots for October for the first week of October. So first two people to get in, not only do you get the 10% off, remember there's a three uh, uh, three payment plan available, but I have two spots for readings in October. And then I have, um, I believe, three or four spots for November. And then uh, if you miss out on those, you can book with me in December. Awesome. Wow. There's a lot in these packages and definitely the, you know, package B, if you can get that, you definitely want to, because the reading with Matthew is amazing. Amazing. Yes. I've said this before. I will say it again. Um, you definitely want to, if you haven't yet, get the reading with Matthew. So get package B, but if you can't because of money, you know, concerns, yeah. then get package A, but just know that both packages, two and three part payment plans are available. Yep. And the discount code for me, the gift code is TACS10. And, and, you know, you're going to get a lot of time with me either way, because even with package A, you get two months in the Ascending as one program, uh, which includes six three-hour calls. It's going to be a group setting, but still, you're going to get to interact with me via the chat, raise your hand, you know, call in, you can do a, a talk or a reading, you know, in front of the group. But if you really want to take a deep dive into yourself, into your plan, into your future, into past lives, definitely do a one-on-one -on -one, uh, soul plan reading with myself. And uh, as we said, you know, 10% off for 24 hours only. Uh, and already, the, if you add up everything you get, it's a 73% discount for package A, 74% discount for package B. You add in another 10% to that. So you're you're going close to like 80% discount off of uh, if you were to buy this stuff off my website. So this is a really good deal. Uh, you're, you know, if you've been wanting to work with me and you're looking for an affordable way, 
to work with me because I, I know sometimes it's not as affordable. This is a great way to uh, to work with me one on one and in a group. Yeah, and all those uh, classes, those courses, workshops are amazing. They're great, great yeah. knowledge, great yeah. wisdom. Um, if you know, and you're going to learn something new from all of that yes. as well. Absolutely, so, yeah, you'll learn so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, so let's take uh, where we're going to go to uh, Stacy. I guess Stacy, you want to unmute yourself? Sure. Thank you. <clears throat> oh, hi, Stacy. Um, Hi. Um, I've been I've been seeing you on my on my Zoom because I can see a few people once on my Zoom and I saw you're you're vibing the whole time with with yeah. what I was saying. I, I was appreciating the positive energy and feedback from you. you know? Yeah, so, it was amazing. Uh, <laughs> Thank oh. you. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if you could like what you're getting or saying as far as the work that I'm to be doing in the world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So. Tune in and see what I pick up. Sir Stacy, Stacy, Stacy. Uh, you're you're such a teacher. I just I get this. Um, archetype of a teacher for you and I think you've been a teacher in many different ways throughout uh, uh different lifetimes and in um Lemurian lifetimes perhaps and off planet and I just get the vision of like like teaching children in certain ways so um I don't know if you have your own kids and that's what it is or if there's other kids that um you also end up teaching but I would say a big element of your work is about how to um start to like I talked about briefly raise more you know, new age children. I mean, because all the kids that are coming in nowadays are, are star seeds, and um, they're just you know looking to us, to our generation, to hopefully show them the way. Is then they can start to show us the way. Um, so it, it's something that a lot of it to do is somehow helping teaching the younger generations. Um, this all of this this knowledge and these uh, techniques, and so does that make sense a little bit? Um, that's kind of the general sense I get it is it well I've been homeschooling my kids for about nine years but <laughs> but also um it's interesting because recently I keep having these dreams that these kids all these kids are like in my dreams so that's really interesting that you say that so, so it, could, it could come in the form of um if you wanted to design perhaps like some sort of online school that you know like I get so many parents that come my way that are starting to like you are your homeschooling your kids and starting to they're homeschooling their kids or their kids go to public school but they're starting to teach their kids some of this uh new age spiritual stuff and their kids are just eating it up but that could be an option is some sort of online school for you know for kids of certain ages that want to you want to start to teach them meditation and astrology and how to use crystals and whatever um another thing may be in the form of like a children's books and or like uh, videos that are more oriented towards children like cartoons and there's many different possibilities but you could definitely create a very thriving career where you would not only be financially successful but also feel very much grounded in your purpose by creating some sort of um, school for children online and then you could also of course do in-person things with that that is awesome thank you so much uh, how does that feel though I, I you know does that resonate yeah it does it definitely does yeah. it makes a lot of sense yeah 
Yep. Okay. Well, that's great. We'll keep up the great work. And, and if you wanted to do more of a deep dive into, you know, past life stuff and your astrology that's involved here and specifics about the future and your soul contracts with your kids or anyone else, you know, we could uh, do that package B if you'd like. Absolutely. Thank you. Oh, yeah, thank, thank you, Stacey. Stacey. Wow. You are spot on there, Matthew. Awesome. Tend to be. To, yeah. You were able to pick up exactly what was going on in her, in her energy, I guess. Right. I think uh, so. <laughs> I think so. Yep. All right. We're going to go to Evie. Evie, you want to unmute yourself? Yes. Hi. Can you? Hi, hear Evie. Yeah. Hi. Oh, hi. Thanks for taking my hi. call. Yeah. yeah. Mine is a similar question. Uh, can you tune into my guides and see if there's anything that you can pick up concerning job possibilities and, you know, what direction I, you know, I should take or just anything that's gives me. I, I will. I'm just I'm, right now, folks, I'm trying to figure out the accent. Is it, uh, I'm thinking either South American or Eastern European. Caribbean. <laughs> Caribbean. Caribbean. Okay. Way off. Okay. <laughs> Pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, what, what, uh, what country? Jamaica. Oh, cool. Excellent. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. So yeah, back to the question of purpose. All right. Or job possibilities. Job possibilities. Job. Okay. So more specifically job possibilities. Okay. Yeah. Is there some sort of interest in you in like uh, like fashion or? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think the highest possibility would, would uh, be some sort of fashion consultant or designer, um, and I think maybe even higher than that, you may want to look to um, creating your own clothing lines, um, and uh, you could work with you know various uh, chains uh, potentially to get those out there, and also doing your own sort of marketing on the internet. That might be the highest. You may not feel ready for that um, mm -hmm. for reasons, but yeah, I think um, you should, you know, focus yourself into the fashion industry and there's, there's, you know, many ways that you can, you can find work uh, in the fashion industry. Are, are you tied to living in Jamaica? If, if there's a tie, if there's a tie there. Meaning like, uh, have you ever thought about leaving Jamaica? Living living there leaving, leaving leaving i'm here i'm 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 in the states right now oh you are in the states oh okay yeah. all yeah. right that was my uh, misunderstanding um uh, are you in new york yes okay good then you're in the right place okay. <laughs> yeah i, I am. was gonna tell you because if you if you were living in jamaica i was gonna tell you you should move to new york if you can oh how kind of you <laughs> <That's flat out. laughs> so you're, you're in the right place so um you know use whatever tools you can you know um, I like to recommend people learn to use like candle magic for um, creating job opportunities. That can be very effective. Uh, mantras, you can listen to mantras on YouTube to create uh, job opportunities. So whatever sort of magical things you'd like to do. If you end up buying one of my packages, you can watch that intro to candle moon magic. Right. Um, but I, I, I'm confident you'll be able to create uh, a new op job opportunity soon. Just don't give up on like what your actual... Um, desires and focuses are like don't just um you know i if you have to for money of course you, you take a short-term job as whatever but you know keep focused on 
being in the fashion industry and really eventually create your own line. Wow. I've never heard anyone use that part, but it's so much a part of me. It is definitely. And And you're just working your way. You're, you're stepping up vibrationally to be able to align with that eventually. So just think of whatever jobs that you end up working in the fashion industry on the way up there. It's you're always learning something. You're always learning something. And also you're networking, which is just as important. Right. You're making uh, friends and connections that then when you do start your own line, um, it, it, it makes it work. Did you know it was fashion week last week? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. I, I, I have no I, interest in fashion whatsoever, actually. <laughs> wow, this is the stage for it, actually. So it's always around. So perhaps you're picking it up. Oh, I was just reading. Yeah. And and I've had a lot of clients over the years that are uh, in the fashion industry. Uh, most of them live in New York and I, I root for them. You know, oh. it's just, it's not my interest. I, I buy my clothes off Amazon and I really don't put too much thought into it. Uh, but uh, I'm totally rooting for you, uh, oh, you know, in God. your career. Yeah. I so appreciate it. Thank you. Thank You're you so welcome. much. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Evie. See, that's yeah. how I, I embrace Lara, I embrace new technology. I, I literally just bought a new Dockers winter coat off Amazon. Like, it's <laughs> awesome. Like, I don't have to go anywhere anymore to get stuff. I love it. I embrace that. I also that shopped from Amazon, too, because I hate shopping. <clears throat> yeah, so, exactly. Amazon's great. Um, <clears throat> so thank you, Evie. Thank you. Um, Shelly, I just wanted to let you know that, it yes, it should be immediate. I just got the confirmation that it went through, so it should be fine, okay? <clears throat> Stop my voice for a second here. Um, before I forget, I wanted to go to, uh, uh, what's, where did she go? I lost her. Oh, oops, she's gone. Sorry, Leslie. <laughs> I know Leslie wanted to um, talk, but she was, hold on, just have to mute somebody. Oh, there we go. Okay, there we go. All right. <clears throat> so Shelly, it should be all good now. No worries. All right, we're going to go to Angela, uh, Angela B, because <laughs> I know there's um, two Angelas. So the, Hi. Yeah, you're the one. Go ahead. Is this, uh, <laughs> is this Angela that I already know? In, I think uh, so, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in, should be. Yeah. 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 How you doing? Hi, you can hear me? I'm well. Yeah, how, how are you? It's been a while. It, it definitely has. How have you been? Back on the show. Very well. Yeah. Good. Yes. Things are going well. Yeah. Um. Yes. Improving. Kind of. <laughs> okay. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Yes. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Well. Um. What did you want me to look into? You know, while we're live with the group. Uh, what did you want me to look into okay. for you? Um. I've taken most of my work online. Uh. Oh. And. Uh. I'm also going into the uh, coaching, mastermind transformation coaching online. Yeah, nice. So, I, yeah, I want to see, I, I, I want to get a feel for direction. If, if I'll actually, I'm actually pursuing the right direction uh, because I actually, I, I had stopped most of the engagements I was doing externally. So, um, so I thought I can focus. Yeah. Okay. So let me just try to clarify the question. So you want to know whether 
going in the direction of doing groups and masterminds is the right direction for you? Yes. That's the question? That's the question. Okay. Yeah, sure. Let me too. Um, I get a strong yes, because I think that this is just the start. Starting doing the masterminds is just the start because it allows, it's going to allow you to branch off into creating different courses with many different topics. And that's going to work for you as well as in, for income, but also it's going to feel, it's going to be a lot of fun for you. So I would encourage you to, to yes, even if you're, I don't know if, if you've run into any obstacles, roadblocks with like not getting enough people or not getting as many people as you wanted or whatever, but I would keep going with it because I do feel that you're, it's going to grow and you are in the right position to create different groups and different courses in all, in, in many different topics. And it's going to work. You just got to keep plowing through. It's going to take, you know, over the next couple, next year or two, it's going to really, really grow. Um, does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. Okay. It does. Yeah. yeah and, sounds great. And, and, you know, Angela, uh, send me an email or, or a, a, a Skype message. Let, let me know how everything else is going. And, uh, you know, it, I was wondering what, uh, how, how you've been doing. So, uh, yeah, reach out okay. to me. Yeah. I'll okay. do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. Bye. Thank you, Angela. Yeah. All right. We're going to go to the other Angela now. <laughs> the other Angela. It has the big flower in the picture. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, other Angela. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. I'm okay. I'm feeling feeling a little bit shy, to be honest. Oh, you don't um, seem shy. You yeah. Seem okay. right, right <laughs> yeah. So I was the one. Um, I I reached out to your. I connected with you yesterday, and I'm so glad you spoke about the apathy. I, oh, on, on because, Instagram. Yeah. Because. Oh, good. Okay, great. You ended up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah just because um yeah I just I, I noticed different energies coming up and that was just a really it's a really hard right. one to be with oh, right apathy apathy yeah. is the right yeah and so I guess for me I'm just feeling really tender and I'm just kind of yeah. wondering like what's the next kind of thing to support myself kind of moving up in like the direction of my purpose like just being clear, like I'm feeling, yeah. What what the sorts of feelings and and um, vibrations and images and things that I get already is like that you being in this real kind of um, pocket of transformation right now. I would I would imagine if we looked at your uh, chart, your transits, there's got to be some Pluto or Saturn action or something coming coming in for you in Chiron action maybe because it just feels like a lot at once. It feels like maybe you've been going through some stuff happening to yeah. you. Or, stuff with other people and you're just feeling totally bombarded yeah. um and it's just a lot at once so i would really categorize this as a dark night of the soul okay. now dark nights of the soul <laughs> as i on my webinars navigating the dark nights of the soul are meant for all of us we yeah. all of us go through um several dark nights of the soul during our life and they seem harsh they seem unfair at the time it seems like you know i think this these shouldn't this shouldn't be happening to me yet we long. all 
Yeah, well, it can be long. It can be years yeah. and years. Um, yeah. But it, at the same time, you always do emerge from it. And as you emerge from it, you emerge with all this wisdom that you did not have before. And all this understanding about yourself and about your role, about your family, about all sorts of things, you emerge eventually with all that wisdom. So you're still going through it. Yeah. Um, you, there's a lot of, um, you know, pain, inner pain that's resurfacing from a long time ago. And that yeah. relates to pain that came from past lives. And there's things to be worked out and talked out with other people in your life. There's, um, there's pain, there's crying to be done to, you know, feeling the pain within and yeah. releasing. And, um, there's also, um, needing to figure out like who you are. Yeah. Like, who am I, you know, like, here's a really interesting question to ask yourself and for everyone to ask yourself, yeah. who am I? If I, if I, just take a look at my life and if I for a moment just put an eraser um over family work job career obligations finances like all of the stuff that is a part of life but just for a moment just imagine that stuff is not a part of the picture yeah. who are you like literally who am I as a like who am I yeah. Who am I when I take about take away all that stuff? If I was dropped like on a on a desert island and I had all I needed as far as food and and comfort, who am I? Like what how do I spend my time? Like what brings me joy? Who am I? So like it's such a deep like primordial question in a certain way like mm -hmm. learning who you are as a as a personality and that even you'll get glimpses of like who you are as a soul, even yeah. when you dig that deep. Now that's one thing. And then another thing is the practical side of like, okay, what is my role in the world? How can I yeah. express myself in the world? Right. <laughs> and for you, I, I, it seems like probably you've jumped around to a bunch of different things. Never a lot of healing, a lot of different yeah. healing modalities. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. And, and, my and turn a lot now. <laughs> Exactly. And a lot of people end up end up doing that. And while you're doing that, you're learning so much. And you're also going through the trial of error of like, okay, this modality works best for me, or it doesn't, yeah. I resonate and vibe with this, or I don't. And in that you start to develop your own methodology and your own, yeah. the, um, the modalities that work best for you that then you can assist yeah. others with. And just remember, all healers come from having to heal themselves. Okay, yeah. Every, there's no exception. All heroes mm -hmm. come from having to heal themselves on some level. So the fact that you've been going through a tough time and, and you're really still in a process of a lot of self-healing and self-identification, um, just figuring out who you are, yeah, doesn't mean that you're not supposed to be a healer. You certainly are. It's just that through this, you're, you're learning all the wisdom uh, you need to. The other thing I would um, recommend is to look into your, your physical health and well-being because yeah. um, I think you may be able to um, I, I, I think there may be some mood stabilization issues that yep. could be ameliorated, um, through, uh, shifting your diet and even better with certain supplements. Okay. Um, of course, it, I don't know if you're on any uh, medication or not. If you are on medication, yep. you have to, okay. You're not on any medication. So, um, 
that I, um, I don't know if a medical intuitive reading is something that is yeah. in your budget. If it's not, yeah. just know that there's many things that you can look for as far as like, um, especially GABA balance, like yeah. uh, look into supplements that can balance GABA levels and mood stabilization supplements. And yeah. um, you, can, you can contact me you know, if you can't afford a, a medical intuitive reading, um, yeah. which I totally understand if you can't, I can uh, give a few suggestions that you can look into on your own. I won't tell you like, you know, you just can look into <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, it would help. There's definitely a, there's a bit of an imbalance and the imbalance is rooted in, uh, there, I think there may be some autoimmune issues and also there may be um, really, hit. you got hit in the head too? I got hit in the head. Yeah. Well, that's okay. That's yeah. even, yeah, that's what yeah. it is ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. When you get hit in the head, it, um, it really affects you for, for a lot of people for the rest of their lives. In a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it is, um, it, you can ameliorate, um, that through there's many different ways. Some, you know, one route is medication. Sometimes that's yeah. the only route that works, but another route is, using supplements and also homeopathy is another good route um, okay. with that yeah. as well. Yeah. So yeah, feel free to reach out to me via um, email or Instagram and, and I can certainly point you in the right direction. Um, or if you're able to do a medical intuitive reading, um, you know, we could do that. Um, or if you're interested in doing, of course, my package on here, we could, we could work on more of the, uh, the, the soul plan sort of stuff. Yeah. So hope I was able to be helpful a bit. Yeah, that was lovely. Thank you so much. Oh, you're I welcome. Really and I, I just, I really appreciate like your gentle heart because I think that's just so needed right now. <laughs> for yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, of course, that's, that's how yeah. I am. Yeah. Um, you're welcome. Yeah, appreciate thank it. You for, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for coming on and enjoying the yeah. show and feeling yeah. comfortable in our, our community here. So yeah, thank you, Angela. Thank you. And, and thank you for being vulnerable enough to share and coming on for the yeah. first time because I know it's your first yeah. time here on the show and yeah. first time. Yeah speaking so thank you for that yeah and sorry 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 in the chats that i got a windshield shattered on my head still i'm still healing i'm so sorry to hear that sorry um yeah it's gonna when you get hit in the head hard it it can affect your brain for quite a while a while yeah but there's a lot of different things like not just and not just supplements homeopathy medication diet there's all sorts of different healing devices that can help with that um and there's also just energy healing it can be Uh extremely helpful um and also uh things like acupuncture and chiropractic and um any any modalities that are body work oriented can be wonderful and then there's also wonderful technology you can look into like um there's like the cold lasers there's pemf technology uh and there's so many that i come across every every day so Cranial sacral. I was just going to say that as well. Cranial sacral. Yeah. Cranial sacral. I've never had that. I've always yeah. wanted to, but it's never worked out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, sorry, you know, you can, you can always email me and um, I could do a medical intuitive reading or I can, you know, if you can't afford it, I can just give you some pointing in the right direction of some things I may have heard uh, for, for head, head stuff like that. Awesome. Thank you. So uh, just one quick comment, Grace, can you please email me at alara at alara.at? That would be great. Or just respond to one of the emails. You know, I send you know, so many emails. Just respond to one of those emails, okay? Um, all right, we're going to take one more. Um, reading, is that okay? Thank yeah, 
All right, Odile, she's had her hand raised for a long time. And I kind of missed you there, Odile. I don't know how, but. Hi. Hi. Hi, Odile. I would love, I would, <laughs> I would love a reading of my future love life, please. Oh, okay. First love question. I like that. Uh, no, I, I think she said life, right, Odile? Or love, love. life. My love. love life. Oh, okay. Love See, life. I couldn't hear. Oh, awesome. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let me let me check out. See what I got. Oh, DL, by the way, um, just let me know whether you're currently with someone or not. That's I all know. I need to know. That's what I thought. Okay, I just want to confirm. Okay, no, no. Okay, I'm having a good vision, but also just for fun, because I am a huge proponent of the tarot, and I teach the tarot, I would love to incorporate the tarot into one reading today. So I'm going to do a, a tarot reading on this as well, just to corroborate what I'm seeing. So what does the future hold for um odile's love life what does the future hold for odile's love life what does the future hold for odile's love life yeah okay all right um so and I'll certainly show the cards that I drew, the Justice card reverse, Three of Pentacles reverse, Five of Wands reverse, and the Four of Wands. So we seem to be having a bit of a progression here where we're showing this place of feeling disconnected and frustration, and which is what I saw. I don't see you meeting. I don't see you. I don't know about meeting, but I don't see you like connecting, integrating with someone that soon, but I did see someone coming in kind of the mid future, not like super long-term, not super short-term, that seems to be this very special bond that you're supposed to go through a lot of stuff with, which makes sense with the five of wands, right? Where it's a lot of this um, karmic stuff that's still within both of you that you're playing off of each other, but eventually it leads to what you're looking for, which is this, the four of wands, right? With this is a card of marriage uh, in the context of, um, uh, relationship doesn't have to necessarily be marriage but this is a, a union and that's is what I'm seeing I do see someone in your future but I see that at first it's going to be it's going to be great at first and then it's going to get difficult but then eventually you guys are going to make it work it's what I'm picking up not that soon though it's like you may have to wait another 18 months I don't think uh, if we looked at your astrology, I, you probably don't have a lot of good Venus or Jupiter action for that right now, I would imagine. But maybe soon. As I said, maybe like that. 18 like months. even 18 uh, months, you know, that's not that far away. Where did, 
Is she still there? Yeah. Oh, yes, I am. There? Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. I am. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. What, what is your feedback on that? Uh, <laughs> I would love it sooner than that, obviously, but we'll see. We shall see. Everything can change. I could be wrong, but um, I, I think the important part is that I, I do see that there is a, a contract. You are going to have that. It's just, I think you probably need to be a little bit patient with it. I know you've been being patient for a while. Yeah. It'll it'll happen though. Thank but you. it's also not going to be the easiest thing at first. It's going to be a lot to go through with that person. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Awesome. Yeah, you're Thank welcome. you, Dale, and good luck. <laughs> and you know, sometimes, you know, when we want something right away, you know, energetically or mentally we might want it and we think we're ready for it but energetically in our environment we may not truly be ready for it yet and so it's that that time yes delay actually is quite yes. helpful and we we don't see that until after the fact but you know it usually ends up being that it happens at the perfect time when it, because when things actually line up and we are in that position to actually ha actually have the space for somebody else you know precisely or, yeah, if you do, let's say you meet someone um, prematurely, so to speak, or you meet someone when you're energetically not necessarily at the best vibration, well, then they're not going to be either because there's a law of resonance. So you're going to, you're going to attract. Now, a, a relationship being tumultuous doesn't mean it's not meant to work out. As I kind of saw in Odile's standpoint, I, I think it will, but it, there's going to be stuff to go through, but also at the same time, you're not at the right time and you're not and you kind of force the manifestation when it's not really at the right time maybe the planets aren't lined up in a great way for you or you're just not energetically ready or usually both then you might kind of get a difficult relationship that doesn't it can't the energy there's no energetic um, uh, foundation for it to stand up mm -hmm. but when it is the right time it works together it comes together like puzzle pieces and there is a strong energetic foundation that's naturally there so trust trust in the process <laughs> but that, that that doesn't mean don't you know reach out and talk to people and meet people oh, of course know. no no yeah. don't don't take my word and like you're hermit like go out and meet people because yeah. anyway even if you're not even if it's not the right time to meet the right person you're going to get experience i mean especially for most of us we haven't had a ton of social experience over the last three years for obvious reasons. So just getting out there and be, being more and more social now and reacclimating yourself into dating, you can't hurt. Yeah. So yeah. can I read Evie's comment? Can you see it or sure. can I read it? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, thank thanks you, Laura for taking thank my you. call. I know you're all, thank you, Odile. Evie says, thanks Laura for taking my call. I know you're always ready to help. Matthew was so right. I was always connecting to other things as well. And many people are always pointing it out but I was not sure how to use it as a possibility. Now I know blessings to you both and to the guides who are rooting for me. Blessings to you, Evie. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, wow. What a, what a great show, like always. And, you know, I said at the very beginning, Matthew has so much wisdom, always shares so much. And we learned a lot, like we always do. And just, you know, the, the possibilities for us moving forward in the future there's some good and the bad, but you know what? We just go with the flow and we, you know, hope for the best. You, yeah. for the worst. So like everything I said, I believe in. And at the same time, you know, 
you create your own bubble of reality. Yeah. Okay. It's up to you to create a bubble of peace and joy and happiness in your own world. Even if you're going through some stuff, as so many of us are, you still have the power to create that bubble of peace in your own little world. And also, a lot of times, it's just best to not even pay too much attention to what's going on in the news or the outside world, especially if it, you know, brings you down. I pay attention because I'm very curious and I love understanding. Like, as you can see, I'm such a nerd. I love talking about geopolitics and economics. And, you know, I could talk about any topic I because I, I, I'm a, always a student. And but that's me. But a lot of people feel really kind of crushed by just paying attention to what's going on in the outside world. So if that's you, just don't even pay attention. And I have a lot of clients like that. They're like, they tell me like, I don't even have a TV or I don't even watch the news at all. Or I don't even know what's going on. And that's like, that's fine. That's where it actually is healthy for a lot of people. <laughs> that's me. I, I never know what's happening until somebody yeah, tells me that's something. Cool. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I didn't. That's... I didn't see that. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. And that's cool. Oh, okay. That's cool. I have enough going on in my life. I don't need to, you know, be bombarded yeah, yeah. by other stuff, yeah. right? So it's all That's good. True. That's true. Yep. <laughs> um, so the readings today, like always, you know, Matthew's readings were spot on, very helpful, very positive and uplifting and empowering, even though, even though Stacey, no, not Stacey, Shelley had asked a really difficult question at the beginning, but, you know. Yeah, but I think, we, I think we, we it ended up around. Being, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, it was a, it was an understandable question, you know, to, to want to ask but we just yeah. you know we wanted to ask it in, in the highest vibrational possible way and exactly. ultimately it's not something that's written in stone it's <laughs> yeah. not there's nothing no. that's written in stone right so very, you know, very little very little is very written little. In stone. we will die yeah. at some point that's about the only thing um yeah. so and so again you got a taste of matthew's uh skills talents abilities and as well as heart and compassion so if you'd like to work with him more deeply you can you know Check out one of the packages, package A or package B. Uh, they are both available at alar.at forward slash show forward slash Matthew 9. I always say I recommend package B because of the one hour session with Matthew, and it is quite eye-opening and validating. And you know, you'll just get so much out of it. Um can I read what Angela said in the chat? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. She said it. Matthew's amazing. I encourage those who can get a reading with him to do it. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah Angela, we, we worked together several times. She found me on this show. Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's like, um, you know, yeah, your work is is exemplary. You're spot on. And yeah. it, you, you you always give more than just what, you know, just, just you know, yeah. there's always more that you give. You're always, you're very giving. And just like you have been on the show, giving information about, supplements and everything else yeah. you're you're very kind and generous that way so i really really appreciate that and that's why i keep calling you back keep having you come back on because i love the work that you're doing what you're sharing uh, your courses you have so much wisdom and you know your Thank kindness you. so i appreciate that a lot it, it, and it's an honor to be invited back so many times so thank you so again, everyone, I was going to keep this to two hours. We're almost there. You know, we've got a few minutes left. But thank you so much, everyone, for all your questions, the comments, and feedback. Um, yeah, and check out the packages again. Like I said, the, the, what's new, what's, you know, one of the things that's new is the membership. So, you know, you get to work with Matthew every three, yes. three times a, every, week, every, three times a month. Every in, Sunday, every Sunday, three times a month. Yeah. yeah. So that that is a new element to... Uh, 
to, to my journey working with others. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really, really super excited yeah. about the Ascending as One program. So, so I, um, I encourage you yep. to take advantage of the package A just to get that part of it, you know? So that, yeah. that's going to be, I mean, yeah, it's like. And, and Alara, you know, Alara, you're, you're very kind to offer three payment options as, um, you know, most shows um, don't. So mm -hmm. uh, it, it's really great that you offer that to people. And I did just post the, because uh, I know you kick in the chat, uh, the link once again for people. In Thank the chat. you. Yeah, that's lr.at forward slash show forward slash Matthew 9. And again, uh, my gift code TACS10. So please do take advantage of that as well. Okay. Yep. All right. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The boys were good. They didn't bark or do anything crazy. Thank goodness. So <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. It's all wonderful. good. So thank you so much, Matthew. Again, yeah, thank, like you, always, thank you I love so much. It. And oh, uh, Brenda says, wonderful show. Thank you, Brenda. Appreciative. I appreciate both of you. Matthew's health intuitive is extremely informative. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, and you can always ask Matthew a question about stuff like that. So <laughs> he's always yeah, I mean, available. I, the, the soul plan readings, I, I wouldn't do a medical intuitive reading, but um, anyways, just, you know, if you get in contact me, with me, we can uh, we can talk about the medical yes. intuitive stuff more. So. He has a lot of info. So, you yes. know, check it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so definitely take advantage of his wisdom you know for that all right so thank you so much everyone great start to the new season season 30 absolutely <laughs> i feel so old when i say that but it's like great start to the season so thank you so much everyone well, there's more I than one you. a year right and so it's not like it's not like 30 years <laughs> no, right 30, 30 seasons, seasons. <laughs> right yeah but yeah exactly. that is a lot i mean that's like uh like south park you know well no uh they're getting this like simpsons territory 30 uh -huh. seasons wow. you know <laughs> yeah Exactly. So it's, you know, it's, it's been a while since we've been doing this, but it's so much fun. And we so appreciate all of you. We love you all. And I'm so, so grateful that I, I, I get to do this. You know, I get to do this. So thank you. All right. Until next time, everyone, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health, sending you all much love and blessings always. Yeah. Bye for now. Namaste.